ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, June 21st. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. An exciting day. I got to get out of the office a little bit. Got to get over to the baseball park. It has a name now. We're going to talk about that coming up in the next few minutes. We're going to be speaking with Marshall's baseball coach, Greg Beals, about all the news that we heard today. First of all, Board of Governors meeting was today. We got to see a little bit of what's going on with herd athletics. And we were waiting for the Board of Governors to say, yes, we agree. It's happening. Make it happen. And while we were at the ballpark, the approval came through. The decision has been made. Board of Governors has approved the naming of Marshall University's baseball field as Jack Cook Field. So that happened. And then we were talking to Greg Beals at the ballpark, now Jack Cook Field. And then Christian Spears, light speed, flew over from the Board of Governors meeting to come talk to us. And so we're going to hear his comments in just a minute about that decision. But I think that's the right decision. Honestly, that's the right decision. The only thing that I wanted to see happen more than this ballpark was to see Jack Cook see this ballpark. Unfortunately, he's not able to, but his memory's going to live on. It's going to be Jack Cook Field. It's a great tribute. It should happen. It's going to happen. And I don't think anyone that really knew Jack Cook thought that any other name should be put on this field. So, first of all, I applaud the decision. I 100% support it, and I think a lot of people do as well. Now, there's another stadium project and another naming opportunity, which was approved. It's the Alex Lawrence Clubhouse. Now, the clubhouse is named after former Marshall standout Alex Lawrence following a $1 million gift from his widow, Kim Lawrence. The clubhouse is going to provide the team with training facilities, locker rooms, film rooms, offices, indoor batting cages. There are a lot of things that are going to be going on with that. And so there's some pieces in place here. There's some more fundraising issues, efforts, efforts and issues, efforts to to go through. Also, if you want to get season tickets, you got to participate in the Herd Bricks campaign. So there's an opportunity for you as well. So we're going to go over all of this. We're going to hear from the head coach. I honestly... I was excited today to talk to everybody, and I can't wait for you to hear the excitement from Greg Beals on this project. But I want you to hear before we do that, I want you to hear from Christian Spears. As I I mentioned, he flew over fast as he could from the Board of Governors meeting to the field. And he talked about with us when he got to the podium the decision to name the field after Jack Cook. You know, uh, just got out of the Board of Governors meeting and inspired by the leadership of Brad Smith and, you know, the people that serve on our Board of Governors, you know, who see immensely the value of this community and the people who have made such an amazing impact. So the decision they made today was for us to name the field after Coach Cook. You know, I just left a message for Kim on her phone I knew if I told her beforehand, she'd let the cat out of the bag. 
Uh, so I didn't call her until immediately after the board officially voted unanimously to name it after her dad. I'm just so honored to be here, to be the person that was a part of the decision that our board and our president have agreed to and thrilled for, for Coach Beals and the team and the honor that they're going to have to play on the field named after Coach Cook. Um, it's a really special day. And a lot of people have been waiting a long time to see this come to fruition. And I'm just uh, uh, truly grateful that it gets to happen uh, while we're all here together as a part of this community under Coach Beal's leadership. And I'm thrilled for our team uh, that they're going to be able to represent Coach Cook on our baseball field each and every time they take that field. One of the questions I had for, for Mr. Spears, I was kind of curious, and I asked this of Coach Beals earlier as well, and we'll hear that later this week, but where does this rank on the list of accomplishments? This was thought to be the undoable. You can't make this happen. This project cannot happen. And here it is. So I was kind of curious, where does this fall in the grand scheme of things as far as getting things done in his career and at Marshall University? You know, only because this community made such a unique show of uh, inquiry when I was first hired. I don't know if you remember this. I mean, you, you were in that crowd that day that I started on March 14th and when we had our inaugural press conference. And it started with, how are you going to get a baseball field done? When are you going to get a baseball field done? What's your timing on a baseball field? And then when I started to ask questions, hey, man, we've been trying to do this for decades, right? This thing might be impossible. And, you know, when people place that kind of thing on top of you, and then you meet Brad Smith, and you get to know the leadership of our university, and you get to know the Board of Governors, and you get to meet the people in this community, you quickly realize that impossible doesn't exist. And so it ranks pretty high because we started with you won't, it won't get done. And then it did. And so many people were a part of it. Uh, so uh, it ranks up there really high, Paul. It does. Now the significance of naming this after Jack Cook, the field, let's put it in context here. There's always going to be opportunities, naming opportunities, but the notion that this ballpark would not have Jack Cook's name on it, I think felt wrong for a lot of people. And so Mr. Spears expanded on that a little bit when we were talking to him. Just were there any other opportunities? Were there other potential names for this field before it ultimately was settled and decided that it would be named after Jack Cook? You know, we uh, we had lots of conversations with lots of different folks, uh, but you know, doing the right thing has always been our anchor, and it was always the right thing to name this thing after Coach Cook. And so Coach Beals and I, we just never deviated from that, and, and we stayed true to that course. And we were so fortunate to find John Ruley, also an alum, also a baseball player who'd established a, a matching gift and, and took it upon himself to help us generate some excitement around funding that project. Uh, so, so thankful for John and his gift. Uh, Marshall baseball people do great things, and, and John did something really special to honor his coach. We'll hear more from Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears in the program. We're going to hear from Greg Beals in just a minute. So I'm excited about that. We've got the head coach, Greg Beals, joining us on the program. We'll later on 
Get your text in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Late in the program as well, we're going to hear from the Charleston Dirty Birds as well. We'll stay baseball themed today. Wednesday, usual call-in from the Dirty Birds to tell us what's happening with Charleston's baseball team. So we'll do that later on the program, but I want to focus first on Marshall baseball. Greg Beals joins me on the other side of the break. Your text as well, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Wednesday, June 21st edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Pretty special day today, Marshall Athletics. We find out that the new ballpark is going to be named after Jack Cook. It's going to be Jack Cook Field. There's also another part of the baseball park that's going to be named after another significant member of Marshall Baseball in Alex Lawrence. And to tell us more about what's happening with the baseball park and just to talk about the excitement of the day is Marshall baseball coach Greg Beals. Coach, that was a pretty fun day today. It's always fun to to talk baseball and to talk about this construction project, but I don't think I've been part of something that was so emotional in a long time at Marshall Athletics. Yeah, well, there's just so much going on right here to be excited about and you know, I I know it's been a long time coming with with this baseball stadium, but you know, being out there on the site today gives everybody that that vision that it's absolutely happening, and and then to get the you know the approval from the board of governors meeting today here on campus to name the the the, the playing surface, the field, Jack Cook Field, is something special. He he has certainly left a legacy here in our program. Um, so many of our former players that, that played underneath him have spoken out about what he meant to them. So I'm excited from a coach perspective to have a, you know, one of our former coaches know the impact that he's made and uh, basically get a walk in those, uh, walk in those footprints a little bit myself. Have you ever been a part of something at this level, not just emotionally, but you're starting from scratch. It feels like, in a good way, it's sort of a reset for Marshall baseball, and that's exciting. So is there anything that maybe in your career that comes close to comparing to where we're at now with Marshall? Very, very different. There's not, you know, there's nothing I can really compare to. You know, every time you, you, you take a new job or even a new season, there's newness, there's new opportunity to it. Um, so there's there are some comparisons, but – Man, everything is so new here in our program. A new, a, a new baseball stadium, a new home in the clubhouse that we're going to have. We have a new president, a new athletic director, a new baseball coach, a new conference. Just so much fresh. Um, man, we got to play and build off of that. And I'm excited to be at the at the lead of the program. And man, we were working hard in the recruiting efforts to uh, to attract the very best student athletes we can here to Marshall University. Greg Beals is with me, the head coach of the Marshall baseball team today, the field officially to be named after Jack Cook. Also, you're getting a state-of-the-art clubhouse. It's going to be named after Alex Lawrence, and there's a lot of significance there. 
trying to build that history, that legacy of Marshall baseball, and at the same time give you everything you possibly could need and then some to be successful? Yeah, well, I'm so you know, so grateful to, to Kim Lawrence and her naming um, that, that, so that clubhouse. And we called it a clubhouse because it's a player's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a place for our players, for our student athletes. And, uh, you know, our, our people in our development, Teddy Crumble, and, and, and he got that message to Kim and, and, and we talked about what that building would be for our student athletes. It's the home of Marshall baseball. That's the locker room. That's the meeting room. That's the coach's office. That's the indoor practice area. It's all going to be housed out there beyond the left field fence. And it's named Alex Lawrence clubhouse. My guest, Marshall baseball coach, Greg Beals, the naming is significant because Marshall needs to build culture, needs to remember its history and legacy. And have you seen a revitalization from past and future and current players on everything that seems to be honoring the people who are on the field in some form or fashion. Yeah. And this is a shot in the arm. You know, like I said today, I mean, this is a, it's a transformational time. You know, the, the facility is going to absolutely be a game changer for our program and a, a long time coming. And there's some guys that, I'm like, man, you guys get a new stadium. I thought we were going to play in a new stadium. You know, there's been so many of those and some levels of disappointment, obviously. But I think everybody's getting over that and really happy for the future and excited about the future of Marshall Baseball. I'm sure the details are still in the works, but you have to have a long list of things you want to do in that first season when it comes to bringing players back, honoring past and just honoring the past. I think that's probably the theme we're, we're talking about today here is so much of that's going on as the project moves to the future. Is there anything maybe you can share a little bit that you've got cooking that's really going to excite fans? Well, there's just, there's going to be so much going on and, you know, homecoming weekend during the fall to be able to bring guys back and see how much progress is made and see that we haven't just started it. We're almost, you know, at that time, at homecoming weekend, we're going to be almost done. And they're going to really be able to see the reality of it. So I'm excited for homecoming weekend and, you know, having the alumni back for that. Um, and, then, man, I'm just so excited for March 1st and when we get to put uniforms on, turn the lights on, and, and invite the, you know, open the gates and invite people in and for our home opener. Um, I think it's just going to be a huge celebration. Of, uh, of our community and our university and um it's just gonna it's gonna be fun and there's you know i'm gonna do as the best i can to to you know open those doors and bring all of our alumni back in and check the place out and while i say it's the home of marshall baseball for the future it's also the home for all of our alums and that they're going to be able to come back and, and see this is where you know this is where i went to school this is the program that i played for and May not be the ballpark that I played in, but this is this is who we are now, and uh, I need to do, man, I need to do due diligence and make sure that our former players are feeling that this is home as well. 
Marshall baseball coach Greg Beals is with us. So when you were talking about the facility earlier at the presser, I asked you if there was anything that maybe you contributed to the field, trying to tweak a few things. And you have a, a great deal of influence in the clubhouse, but there's one thing that you had to make sure that got corrected, fixed, pointed out. You had to have an entryway cut because you needed a place to put stuff. Explain that to the listeners. Yeah, so, you know, we have field equipment. You know, during pregame, um, there's batting practice shell, there's protective screens, there's things that are out on the field um, that, that protect the players and just allow for practice and pregame activities to take place. And those places, those objects need a, a storage place during game time. So we had to cut a little gap out in the in the left center field fence, uh, about 20 feet wide. That's going to allow that those screens to roll into that area and be off the field, but be right there adjacent to the field. And just you know, and I'm so glad that I was included in. And I have no business in a conversation with architects and and probably you know in in those so much was getting done at a high level. But I think the baseball mind was able to con- contribute a little bit there. It's important. You got to put the stuff up somewhere. It's important. Details. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I had to make sure I knew exactly what I was talking about because, man, in those architectural drawings, there's squiggly lines that mean this and straight lines that mean that, and they, you know they they all knew what it means. I didn't know. They're like, coach, well, you got to understand. Like, there's there's nine foot. Of a, of a drop there behind that fence, so it's not just we can like. Well, I can't read that when I, when I look at that that drawing, but they they you know. Uh, so I learned a lot in the process too. It was fun to uh, to be around. We we have special people leading this leading this project and make sure it's getting done. Uh, some very special people, not only in uh, in our athletic department and our university, but uh, the companies that are involved as well have, have been very very. High level. I mean, just people want this project to happen. People want to get this done, and it's getting it's getting some TLC. Greg Beals is with us, head coach of the Marshall baseball team. Speaking of TLC, you were smiling a lot when you were talking earlier today about all the toys. Is it fair to call them toys? Because it's pretty futuristic here, what you're going to be able to do as far as analytics and everything that's being put into the stadium. This isn't just a grandstand, a field, dugouts. You're getting everything you possibly could think of to make sure Marshall has all the tools it needs to be competitive and successful. Absolutely. Um, You know, one, the biggest thing is that culture development. So having that clubhouse and that team meeting room, the ability to message and be consistently messaging our players is critical. But the toys you're talking about, they're really exciting is some of the analytical things that we're going to have uh, with TrackMan in the, in, the, in the ballpark. And we're going to have a, a TrackMan system in our indoor batting cages. And that TrackMan, it's reading ball flight. It's telling us the speed. It's telling us the spin rate. It's telling us the... The, the angles of it and all that, and that's information that we're going to use in our player development. It's very critical that once we recruit the best players we can in here, that we're doing every, everything we can to help them in their player development. And this is new age stuff. And while um, 
We're not going to, it's not going to be all technology. There's going to be some old school. There's going to be some blood, sweat, and tears in that player development. But we also want to use technology and be giving them all the resources that we possibly can to, to help their player development and help develop our team as a whole. You speak of old school, of course, that means you got to go out and actually recruit players, and you're going to, as the seasons go on, you'll know better how your baseball park is going to play, but you have a pretty good idea already. You're going to need certain types of players here just because of the way the wind blows. We were talking about the wind today. You were already on that. Oh, yeah. No, that, you know, coming up that river, we're right down there in that river valley there, so it's, 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 it's a dynamic that's very, you know, very real that the wind kind of rolls through that river valley there and it's going to blow from west to, to east. And um, so that's going to ride the ball out the, the right field. It's going to be a pretty good place to hit, uh, hit t- towards right field. So we're going to be looking for left-handed bats and we're going to be looking for right-handed hitters that can hit the ball the other way and, and utilize what's naturally going to happen in our ballpark. And, you know, you're not trying to, you're not trying to over manipulate, but man, you're crazy if you're not, you know, having some home field advantage and know how your park's going to play and and build a team around it a little bit. Greg Beals is with me, the head coach of the Marshall baseball team. Exciting announcements today. The field is going to be named after Jack Cook. The clubhouse is going to be named after a former Marshall standout and Alex Lawrence. There are other things that are happening with the project as well. I know we were kind of having some fun talking about words that Christian Spears likes to use, Marshall's athletic director, transformative. But this really is transformative, and there's also opportunities for people to continue to help make this possible. I don't think we've talked about enough how people are going to get season tickets to this because there's going to be a special opportunity for people to want to get ahead of the line when it comes to season tickets. You got to be part of the herd breaks campaign, which I know universities try to come up with unique ways to fundraise, but this is one of the more unique opportunities to actually be a part of the stadium and help put the stadium together brick by brick. Yeah, there's an opportunity to buy bricks and it's going to be, you know, the idea is that you can put your name on the foundation and it's been a long time coming. Um, it's something that I think is, like you said, a very cool opportunity that anybody, um, obviously it requires a little donation, but uh, there's several different layers and um, some of them are very reasonable uh, to be able to create a brick that that has your name on it or a significant, you know, other family member or memorial for somebody. Um, that name can exist at the new ballpark. My guest, Marshall baseball coach Greg Beals, an exciting day for Huntington, the Marshall community, the state of West Virginia. Really, this isn't just Marshall's ballpark. I, I know there's plans to, to try to attract other events to the stadium as well, but I know this helps you as far as trying to grow the sport regionally, grow it in the state of West Virginia, and obviously it's helping you recruit not just nationally but locally as well with some of that talent that maybe gets through the cracks 100 percent and um we are we're recruiting right here in our backyard i want the best players in west virginia to to stay here and and play for the herd and we have some of those players i'm certainly going to have to spread my wings and go out and get and get some players um from outside our direct region here in order to fulfill a team that is 
that is capable to play for championships in this Sunbelt Conference, a, a tough conference. Um, so we're going to have to spread our wings a little bit, but those those guys that, that fit the mold and are good enough to help us do that that are here in, in our backyard, I want to keep them here at home. And that, those efforts have already started, uh, and we're starting to see some fruition of that. Um, and, you know, the, the new stadium is absolutely um, – but, you know, the beginning and what allows us to, to do that. And we talk about words. Coaches, you heard me use game changer. Administrators, Christian, he talks about transformational. Um, you know, it's just, it's the same idea. It's the same meaning. Um, a coach says it's a game changer. An administrator calls it transformational. But we're talking the same thing. I don't think he actually got to use that word today. He was in such a hurry to get everything else out. I think he forgot to use <laughs> transformational because you used it for him. Yeah, and you know, I think you saw exactly how big this is. You saw, you know, you, I hope like heck you felt my excitement for what's going on there, and 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 I'm pretty sure that we all saw the emotion uh, that Christian brought and that this is happening in that he's been able as our new athletic director to get this thing going, to get it to the point where there's no doubt that we're going to get it done and to be able to take care of some very special people along the way um, with, you know, with the Jack cook field and uh, the Alex Lawrence clubhouse. So, um, you know, Christian has worked very hard and I think you got to see a piece of uh, a piece of his heart today in that. My guest is Greg Beals, Marshall's baseball coach. Exciting day, emotional day. I, I don't know where you can rank this as far as your days go in baseball, but maybe when we look back on this day many years from now, it's a great day, but the better days are ahead because uh, I think everyone's excited for not just today, but for tomorrow as well. Well, we, we are, and, and this was a, this was a, a great day but it's setting up bigger days ahead when we're able to open those gates and invite the community in here, when we're able to put our student athletes and our team out on that field, that's what it's really for. That's the ultimate goal. And we haven't got there yet where we're able to bring Huntington, bring the herd nation into that ballpark and put a high quality baseball team out on that field. Those days are coming. And I think that's what it's really all about. My guest, Greg Beals, head coach of the Marshall baseball team. Congratulations on everything. I know there are still a lot of things to be done, and we're all excited for it. And this is just a day that I'm going to echo what Grant Trailer said a little bit. Uh, he, people don't know what he said that weren't at the press conference, but you know, I share those sentiments. I never thought, Coach, that I would be standing in a – Marshall Baseball Park. I never thought that that would happen because, like so many, I'm from here. So that was something that I couldn't imagine because I've heard so long, oh, we're going to get this done, we're going to get this done, and it became a running joke. Now you look at everything that's happened, and it was just a, a moment that I never thought I would be able to take part of, even just being in the – yeah, at the presser today, I didn't think I'd be standing there at this event. So it's exciting for everyone. Well, I think that's – and that's the message that we want out there right now. And you're not the only – there's there's a bunch. I've talked to a bunch of people. I'll believe it when I see it. And it's been talked about for so long. I think we've gone to the altar a couple times, and, and it didn't work out. So 
what I think you saw in a day that we're at the we're at point of no return. It's happening. Oh, it's real. It's real. I walked it. It's it's real. It's happening. And it's the one thing when I, I look at it from outside, once you get in, you're thinking to yourself, wow, this is deceptively big. This is bigger than I thought it would be. You know, it just feels grander once you get inside of it. And I was already imagining what that view is going to look like when you look, you're standing at home plate and you're looking out. What that view is going to look like once everything's put together. It's going to be really nice to be able to look out, see the backdrop that you're going to have, and see everything that goes with that. Yeah, it's it's going to be a grand facility. But it's going to be a comfortable facility as well. And I really believe that we have designed um, a facility that is right, that is going to fit us and what we're trying to do. There's going to be bigger ballparks, more seated stadiums, but this one's going to be really cool. This one fits Huntington, fits Marshall, and is uh, is going to be just a, a great place to come watch a ball game. Well, Coach, congratulations. Uh, thanks for doing this today. I appreciate it. I can't wait for the next update, and I'm looking forward to seeing you know, what the next big thing will be and the next big thing because this is just the start of finally a lot of dreams being realized. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. And I, you know, I get to go out there once a week. I'm going to hit the recruiting trail tomorrow and be gone for the weekend. And I look forward to going out there on Monday and seeing what progress has been made. Coach, congratulations. Good luck on the on the road, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. That's Greg Beals, head coach of the Marshall baseball team. He will be back with us sooner than later, I hope, to update us on everything that's happening with the ballpark. But it's just something that you had to be there to experience. That's something that I never thought I would experience, the opportunity to stand inside what's going to be a Marshall baseball park, a real Marshall baseball park, done right. And it felt grand and it felt good to stand in that construction area today. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the finished project looks like. We will hear a little bit more from Christian Spears. I've got some of his comments from earlier today. Later on, we're going to get our weekly call in from the Charleston Dirty Birds. We'll update you on what's happening with Charleston's baseball team. And all of that's coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with this Wednesday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to get your text in this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304 396 8255. I've got a couple more comments I want to share with you today from Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears. We talked about the significance of naming the field after Jack Cook earlier, but there's also a significance of naming the clubhouse after Alex Lawrence. Now, $1 million gift from his widow Kim Lawrence is helping to make this a reality. It's going to have training facilities, locker rooms, film rooms, offices, indoor batting cages, probably a lot of things that I don't even know about. It's going to be a true home for Marshall baseball, and that's something that has been stressed. Marshall baseball hasn't had a home. The only Division I program in America that I know of that doesn't have a proper home is now getting a proper home. 
We're talking a Division I baseball team that has been needing, sorely needing all of this. And so this facility, this clubhouse, is going to give Marshall everything that it possibly could need and has never had. And there's a significance of naming this after Alex Lawrence as Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears explained. Graduated in 1959, served in the military, just an exceptional human being, worked in, in oil and gas and coal and, you know, became a franchisee. And, and for his, for Kim, to find us, to find Teddy Klumper, for Teddy to go visit with her, for them to discuss what the impact of a brand-new clubhouse would mean on the baseball team. Now, let's, let's remember what's inside of a clubhouse. This is where our locker rooms are. This is where our team lounge is. This is where our film room is. This is where our hitting cages are. This is where our coaches' offices are. For Kim to provide that shelter, that level of support to student-athletes she should doesn't know, in honor of Alex uh, after his death, is just such an extraordinary gift. Uh, gosh, uh, if someone ever cares about me that much, I am going to be just so happy in heaven, right? So... Uh, I'm honored that we were here to be a part of her honoring her late husband. And and I'm grateful for the Big Green and Teddy and Coach Beals and this community for sharing with Kim how we would honor Alex. And, and I think we did a really nice job with it. And if you've been listening, you've heard that emotion in Christian Spears' voice. I mean, it was really a moment. This wasn't just, hey, we're showing up at a new facility here. They're building a new facility and that's great. It's cool. Look how wonderful it's going to be. It's something a little different here. This has never been. This isn't Marshall's getting a new basketball arena. The field house was fantastic in its day. Now Marshall got a new arena, the Henderson Center, when it opened up. Football was a little different. Football needed a facility, but baseball has needed a place to play, and it was thought of it could never be done. And so now we're all standing in this facility, this baseball park, this Jack Cook field, and it's real, it's tangible, and it's been an emotional roller coaster, I'm sure. And you could hear that in Christian Spears' voice, and he addressed that when he was asked about that during the interview earlier. It has been. I, this is a, you know, the speed of the game. We talk about it a lot. You know, standing here in front of you, 16 months later. It's it surprises even even me. I think uh, you set out a goal, you set out a vision, you try to inspire people to get involved, and then they do, and it makes you feel pretty good about the people that you surround yourself with, and the people that you count on and trust. We just have an unbelievable team here in Marshall. Uh, our athletic staff is tremendous. The people that serve this community are tremendous. And then you realize the love and support that people who graduated from this institution have for it. And that's inspiring. And so lead, follow, get out of the way. I got away, I got out of the way a lot on this project and, and let the people who care deeply about this community carry it. And I'm so glad they did. Uh, hopefully the wins that we have on it. Um, no. Christian Spears talking about the emotional day that this facility naming Jack Cook, all of this has had on Marshall Athletics and just the fact that it's a project that is now 
gone from dream to reality. We turn our attention to the Charleston Dirty Birds. We will do that when we continue. It's our weekly call-in on Wednesdays, and we'll get you updated on what's happening with the Dirty Birds when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our Kindred Communications family of stations reminds you of the need for blood donations to the Red Cross. Blood is always needed. It may save your life or the life of a loved one. This reminder is brought to you in part by Roosters at Pullman Square in Huntington with more than 40 TVs, great wings, and daily specials. Eric's Propane with eight locations in Ohio and Kentucky to better serve you. EricPropane.com. Smoke and Jay's Rib and Brew House, U.S. Route 60 at Camp Landing in Ashland. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday, June 21st edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're talking baseball a lot today, and I can't think of a better way to end the day than with a quick conversation with the marketing manager, entertainment director. She does everything for the Charleston Dirty Birds. Uh, Eden Douglas is back with us. Missed you last week. We um, we didn't have anything last week, so we're starved for what's happening with the Charleston Dirty Birds. So you've got a lot of work to do in getting us caught back yeah. up with what's happening. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we've got a lot, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, we're getting ready to play a game right now. I know the weather doesn't look promising, but we're still going to plan on playing. Um, we were out of town all week last week, our team was. They were on the road, had a long 10-day road trip. Um, and then they were back in town yesterday, and then they're headed back on the road again on Friday to be in Lexington, and then they will be back in town for a seven-game series uh, homestand, so that'll be really fun. Um, we've had a bunch of stuff going on, really. Last night, we had one of our biggest Tuesday crowds that we've ever seen. It was baseball bingo, and everyone loves baseball bingo. Um, we've got some new guys added to the roster. We've got some returners. Um, one of our catchers from the last two years, Yovan Gonzalez, recently signed with us, and he is back in Charleston. Um, we signed Juan Perez yesterday, who was on our team last year, and he ended up leaving uh, midseason. But he played for the Giants when they won the World Series, so that's a pretty pretty cool thing to have him back here. Um, a lot of entertaining stuff going on, as always, and we're just staying busy. My guest is Eden Douglas, Charleston Dirty Birds. So what can fans expect if they want to come out and the weather is going to be fine? Don't don't talk about the weather. It's going to be fine, Eden. I promise <laughs> you. It, it's going to be fine. If I want to make the trip, I want to make the trip come up to see a game, what can I expect this weekend? I know I'm coming for baseball, but there's always something fun. You, you always have something new and exciting. So what's the new and exciting we've got in store for us for the homestand? Um, nothing really new this homestand because it was only um, a three-game homestand, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then tomorrow. Um, but tomorrow is dollar beer night, which is always a hit. Um, that's the best night of the week is what I say because the fans are into it. They love it. Um, all 12-ounce drafts and then 16-ounce cans are a dollar, and we've got moonshine slushies now. So everyone loves that. Um, but dollar beer nights are always fun, and we've got um, some on-field entertainment that's going to be added tomorrow night that's going to add to the dollar beer 
kind of excitement. Um, and I will say with the, the country music festival that we are hosting, we are planning on giving a little sneak peek into the artists tomorrow. So that will be really fun. Big name, right? Big, big country artist name. <laughs> We've got a few, there will be a few. Um, we're going to hint at it these next two weeks, three weeks, and then actually at another thirsty Thursday. So on July 13th, um, we're going to plan to announce all of the, the lineups for both days of the Down and Dirty Music Festival. Okay. So yeah. I, I can't throw names at you and see if you'll crack. So like Reba McIntyre. You I cannot. Okay. No Reba McIntyre. You won't crack me. Are you sure? <laughs> I will. I will throw all kinds of names at you. I am positive you will not crack me. You'll have to wait and see. All right. That's how you do me all the time. You you make me have to <laughs> wait for all of this. So that's something that's going to be exciting for a lot of fans and, you know, getting multiple use out of the ballpark. You know, the ballpark's not just a place to watch baseball. You're always looking for new things to do with the community. And, of course, Thursdays are always fun, as you mentioned. And, again, the slushy. Explain the slushy. What, what are my options here with the slushy? Yeah, so they're, um, we call them moonshine slushies. It's sip shine, um, and it's just like a frozen slushy, but it's got some alcohol mixed in with it. Um, those are new this year, and they have been a hit. Everyone loves them. They're at almost all of our stands around the ballpark um, where you can get them, so they're really they're really good. <laughs> okay, I just want to point that out because we haven't talked about the slushies yet. Uh, Thursdays are always seem to be the, the, the fun day of the week for the Dirty Birds, but how how has this team started to to really gel? What what have you seen? Because it feels like the team is starting to really gel as it gets to know one another, the members, the team. You know, if you're a good team and you start to gel, there's a lot of opportunity uh, later on in the season. If you're not such a good team, you don't gel. You, you don't see that. It feels like the Dirty Birds. You're starting to see that. Yeah, they are. Um, this first half obviously has not been the greatest, and it's kind of just the guys learning to work with each other. We have a really good roster. I mean, we've got several guys who have played in the MLB um, and guys who have played just independent ball but are just as good as those other guys. Um, but it took them a while to get with it, and I like to say that we needed a leader in the dugout to get those guys up, to keep their energy up, to get them together. And when we signed Yovan Gonzalez um, a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever it was, that's when we really saw a turn because he is one of the leaders. I mean, this will be his third season with us in Charleston. So he knows Billy, he knows the guys, um, he knows the atmosphere, and he really has brought them together. And it's like a whole new team. We've got almost the same roster as we had on opening day, but it is like a whole new team out there on the field right now. And that's one of the cool things about the way that the franchise, the the league is is organized. Is in in years past, you get excited when a, a, a guy would get called up, but you, know, you could lose your entire team due to call ups here now. And you would love to have that happen again with these players if they got called back to Major League Baseball. But it it feels like players are allowed to develop longer if they play for a team like the Dirty Birds and you can attract more fans because your team stays together a lot longer. You lose a superstar and it can be devastating. And for the Dirty Birds and for teams that are in this league, there's always that opportunity to, to move forward. But at the same time, it feels like, hey, I can get to know this team and I can follow them all season long and really get to be a part of it. 
Yeah, I mean, we had a guy last year who was one of our starting pitchers. He was here for about a month, and then he, the Tampa Bay Rays signed him, and he made his MLB debut last year. So, like, that was really cool. Um, we've got guys like Joe Testa, who's our pitching coach, and this is he, he was here in 2021. This is also his third season here, and he's well-known and well-recognized around here. Yobi Gonzalez is the other one who's this is his third season. And then we've got guys like Diego Gores, who was here last year, who was a fan favorite and everyone wants to see. Juan Perez is back now and everyone wants to see him. Derek Adams, Hit Sheets, this is their second year with us. Um, and then you've got Ricardo Gomez. This is also his second year. So there's about 10 guys on the roster who are known in Charleston and who fans love and they want to come see. But we got a new guy, Bobby Bradley, who also played in the MLB, and this is his first year here, but he has become the fan favorite this year. Um, So when he gets called up, that'll be a guy that everyone will be sad to lose. Good for him, and we'd love to see it for him, but it takes away a little bit from the fans loving like and knowing the team on the field when you got a guy like him who's a genuinely great guy and a great ball player um, who everyone wants to see here. So. I really like that about this league is that I see guys and get to see them come back. Um, and then we've got Colt Webb, who's a pitcher on the team who played baseball at UC. So I also think that's really cool. My guest from the Charleston Dirty Birds, and she can't go anywhere. She has to be back next week, so you can't take weeks off. Eden Douglas is with us, and the Dirty Birds will hopefully – hopefully get that run going and it feels like they're already on the way. So I'm excited for you there. And hopefully as well, we get to see extended Toastman. Yeah. I like postseason Toastman. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, everyone loves toast anyway, but postseason is, is awesome. Um, we didn't go last year, but I remember in 2021 when we were there, this place was packed because um, we had that regional game against Lexington here. And it was so much fun. This place was packed, and postseason's just different. And it's it's exciting. Everyone wants to win, and they want to win now. But it, it's just different in postseason. So that's what we're hoping for. Uh, we got to clinch the first or clinch the second half, or at least come in second in order to make the playoffs. So first half is almost over. It'll be over, I believe, July fourth or July fifth is when the second half starts. So we're really pushing to start that run or keep it going after July fifth to clinch the second half. Looking forward to it. We'll get you back on next week. And, again, you're not allowed to – I don't care if you've got personal things to attend to, Eden. You stop what you're doing. You do the show. <laughs> no, I mean, no, you had a legitimate reason why you couldn't be with us last week. It's just, uh, you know, you don't do that. You, you're not allowed. You can't schedule anything on Wednesday though, other than baseball. Yeah. Well, that's how it'll be next week. we got a game uh, next Wednesday, we're in town all week. Next week, we got a game getting ready to start here in 35 minutes. So, um, I'll be here for sure. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Eden. Yeah, thank you, Eden Douglas, Charleston Dirty Birds. And you know what? That's going to do it for this edition of the show here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to thank my guest, Greg Beals, for coming on the program today, talking about all the excitement of Marshall baseball. It was fun today, it was actually fun to be able to walk around the portions of the construction site that we were allowed to to be a part of and see the progress that's being made and to hear that it's being named after Coach Jack Cook. That was, I think, a, an important moment in Marshall baseball. And so 
grateful to be a part of it today. Thankful that I was able to have Coach come on and talk about it. And hopefully there's some more news to talk about here in the near future. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Until then, have a great night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.